Well, hello there. Good evening. You are now listening to Jen with a G. Tonight, I would like to talk about um, things that I have learned in relationships. Uh, Reflections that I have come across, perhaps epiphanies, realizations with regards to relationships. So one of the things is that, and I, and I hope that I can paint a picture or organize everything in such a way that it is easy to follow. Everything that I ever wanted to under, to be understood about me, to be witnessed, to be heard, were things that I needed to understand about others. And I came to that realization a few years ago when I really started looking at, when I really started taking the perspective of how we are all mirrors of each other and we're reflections, we're portrayals and In some cases, when somebody behaves a certain way, I've tried to step back and be like, am I behaving the way that I don't like them behaving? And and maybe that's not always the case, but I try to be really aware in going within and analyzing that about myself. Um... There were times I just wanted to be felt and seen and heard. And I think I realized a lot of that, that I needed to be witnessed by, um, were, were things that I needed to find in myself. And in some cases, in the beginning, it triggered the crap out of me. I was very frustrated because I thought, well, if somebody is, um, if I felt mishandled, or dropped by somebody, I would be frustrated and hurt and think, where's their accountability? How is this my fault? And it, um, it was super frustrating. And there was probably even a time in my life where, um, my love wasn't unconditional. And I realized that the construct or story that I created about what love was came from a very conditional place. And these were stories that I had learned, stories that were projected onto me. And it was um, not healthy. And I, and I learned that the hard way. So for the last few years, I've um, really practiced being aware in being unconditional so whatever love I give whether it's even platonic right you know the love of a friendship the love of a you know um, doesn't have to necessarily be romantic but that love that we give out I was learning to just be good with it either way and just um, not 
not hold it to a level of uh, conditions. And I feel like I still walk that path, but I feel like I'm getting more aware with that. And in all of this, wanting to be understood. In wanting to be understood, I had to understand that the people who haunt us are us. And then I, I remember finding this, this quote. This talk is going to have quotes in it because these quotes resonate with me. Um, but I found this quote and it had said that there's often someone running from a beautiful love connection. But the person that's doing the running is seldom the brave one. The brave one is usually the one left behind. It seems counterintuitive to romantics and those who feel ready to partner when someone walks away. But some people can only handle a half love because a whole love shines in their dark spaces. And real intimacy requires real presence. And if someone isn't ready to be truly here on an individual level, then they will find it very difficult to manage everything that triggers them as it comes up. And I realized that for wanting to stand in my truth and needing to respect and choose myself because I was triggered, I was also not being the brave one because my truth meant if I wasn't getting what I thought I needed, I was like, peace, I'm out. And I was running. When they ran, I ran right? Self-preservation and that became the sacrifice. And in all this labeling, um, I, I thought other people were being guarded, emotionally unavailable. I was trying to understand what was attracting me like a moth to a flame. And maybe I was being emotionally unavailable. Maybe I was running just as much as I felt they were running. And I had to really ask myself that if I felt in my intuition what I had based on, you know, the connection that I had with them, I had all these realizations, how could I run from something that I was so connected to? Was it because I needed to heal more? Was it fear? You know, I, um, I can't remember where I found this, this quote, but I feel like I've been ruminating on it for years now, for years, and I love it. I'll, it'll never get old. I love it. And I talked about this quote in a podcast that I did with a friend a little while ago. And it says, a healer is not someone that you go to for healing. A healer is someone that triggers within you your own accountability to heal yourself. And... Um, these, these thoughts and epiphanies were, were triggering in themselves. All these triggers and these wounds that were coming up from what I thought were from other people's poor actions placed were really stories telling me that there was something that I needed to heal. And that kind of messed with my ego a little bit. My ego didn't like that, but uh, it was the truth. So I was working on it. 
Now, I've also found that, um, you know, we need people around us who let us know that it's okay to feel what we feel. And we need these people who want to hear us and understand us and be witnessed, have your existence acknowledged, right? We need to trust that these people aren't going to go anywhere when, when things aren't perfect, when times get tough. And I mean that in the most healthy, unabusive way. Because relationships certainly do have disappointments. They have hiccups. You know, I have a, I have a dear friend that says, we're messy. Human beings are messy, messy creatures. And we fumble and we fuck up and we drop the ball. And, you know, we're a constant work in progress. But we need the security in relationships to feel safe, right? Otherwise, we're constantly fearful of honoring ourselves and our voice. And this ends up being like a loss of love. So I, I think it's a balance, like a give and take. I think there were times in my life that for wanting to be fully justified in my feelings, that I didn't understand the other person's feelings in the big picture. And that was my ego. And for all my wanting to ascend and raise my vibration in my life and be a better version of myself, I, I learned that I had to have enough humility to know when I could have approached a situation better. I needed to learn um, that although I can be strong and I can be no-nonsense and I can be a straight shooter, that... I also needed to learn not to be reactive. And sometimes in certain situations, you need a filter not to silence and people please, but to filter out your own bullshit. Kind of like that, that whole saying like, pause, think before you talk. And uh, it's been a learning curve because I know the vast majority of people do not think like I do. It's uh, it's a different game, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, it's give and take, right? Then there's this other quote that um, comes from Mark Groves, and I really like listening to this fella. He is the... Um, He's on social media, and he is uh, the creator of um, Create the Love. And he has made himself who he is based on analyzing and understanding and having self-awareness and auditing himself and his relationships that he's had with people. And he's like, he call, I think he calls himself the no-nonsense relationship coach, whatever. But... I really like him and I really like the dynamic that he has with his partner, this lady named Kylie Macbeth, 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 who is being as beautiful on social media and their wonderful dynamic. Um, I've been following them for a few years now. I followed them when they were together and then when they separated and then when they got back together and, uh, I have a lot of respect for listening to the information that they spit out. So one of the things Mark Grove said was, you know, when we love another, we face our shit. 
we face our limitations, we see where we lack skills, we see how bad, how bad our communication can be, we feel our reactivity and our sense of unworthiness. But when we turn towards love, towards a human who can see our light and who wants to love us deeply, when we experience what it means to face a feeling that we haven't felt worthy of for some time, if not our whole lives, to love is easy. But to be love requires the belief that we are worthy of it. And the only way you can feel worthy is allow yourself to be. And that resonates with me because there's definitely been times in my life where I through maybe a little bit of victim, victimhood, and just low self-worth, felt like I wasn't worthy of genuine healthy love, stabilized healthy love, and really wanted it, you know, really, really desired it, but my actions didn't reflect that, and my behaviors to, and my reactions to situations and to others did not behave that, I, I didn't... I wasn't coming from perhaps a healed place. I, if I was triggered, I was triggered and you knew it. And if my intentions were good, unfortunately there were times where I chose people who were just constant reflections and reminders of what it was that I needed to walk away from. So this idea that You know, in order to love ourselves, or sorry, in order to be in this relationship with another person, it's a real stripping down, right? It's like, it's bearing yourself, it's realizing and facing your own nonsense, understanding where, where your lack of skills are, and working on that actively working on on the shortcomings that you might perceive uh, to be in relationships and through having these experiences realizing that you're worthy that I'm worthy of these experiences and showing your heart not being guarded but open up to that potential of this intense love that could potentially be. I mean, there's so many people, and I know I've been there, where there's this fear of being hurt. There's a fear of being hurt, yet we want to feel love, and both are such extreme emotions. And I guess I'm getting to a point where one outweighs the other and and it's worth it to uh, step out there and know that I'm worthy and know that I'm worthy of having a healthy um, love experience and being able to do that by not pushing by just kind of ebbing and flowing allowing the situation to be there's also this other quote that um, says, in a world that seeks connection, we oddly avoid 
eye contact, we time our text responses in order to protect ourselves from seeming too eager or too interested. And we hold our feelings back because we don't want to seem too emotional, which is kind of nonsense, eh? I definitely have been there. I've been that person that was like, you can't text this person back. Don't be too eager, Jen. And then there's been other times where I'm like, screw it. I'm interested. I'm going to text them back because I'm interested. Um, and I've met people that hold a level of guardedness to them because they can't open up to that idea of being vulnerable. So I've, I've witnessed it and I've experienced it myself. And we silence our instincts and at the end of the day, instead of feeling good about ourselves, we end up feeling alone and misunderstood. And we forget that it's okay to be emotional, to seek help, to confidently tell somebody that you enjoy being around, that, that you enjoy being around them. And there's nothing wrong with that vulnerability. It's part of being human and it creates that depth within our relationships and that's ultimately what unifies us. And I think I'm going to be taking this approach on the next wave. On the next wave that I ride out in the ocean. Um, there's another one that I really like too. And I'm going to share it because I can. You don't heal because you avoid triggers. You don't heal because you avoid feeling wounded. We don't stuff this stuff down. Healing doesn't happen through avoidance. Healing occurs through deliberate and intentional brave work. Healing happens through intentional and deliberate brave work. Healing happens by standing in the ebb and flow of life and relationships and finding a new way to communicate your pain and being heard. Healing happens when you observe yourself in your patterns and you find that moment to pivot and walk yourself into a new either ending or a beginning. And I love that. You have to go through it. You have to sit in that uncomfortability. You have to experience it. You have to be able to you know, take those hard looks in the mirror and audit yourself. And be gentle with yourself in the process too, right? Because we're messy, we're humans. You know, and when my friend made that comment about we're messy, we're humans, like it just, it sticks with me. And I, I feel like I'll, I will carry that for a long, long time. And not to be dismissive, but to understand. That's where I'm coming from. And finally... I'm going to close with a quote um, that I like. And I also used this quote in one of my friend's uh, podcasts when we were talking about relationships. And it goes, um, you know, we t it takes courage to see ourselves better than we are, but to remember not to see ourselves worse than we are. So it's really about breaking those programs of negative self-talk that ego that gets all up in our heads and tells us how we screwed up, how we're not good enough, how something can't be a certain way, how we're, we're very, very critical of ourselves. 
and it's important. And it takes courage, right? Yeah, it takes courage to see ourselves better than we are. And remember that we're not worse than we are, especially if our intention is good. Especially if our intention comes from a place of love, it's coming peacefully. Then it's important to remember to be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. This has been the most hardest growth period I feel like I've ever gone through and everyone has ever gone through in the last year. Yes, there's been this pandemic, but the own level of personal growth that I've experienced And sometimes I wonder, and that, and I guess that's my, my criticalness, right? Did I even grow? Did I even grow? Um, but the, the hardest and most painful auditing that I've ever done on myself. And I'm not even mad about it. I take it. I own it. I'm grateful for it. It's brought a lot of perspective to me. It's, um, it's been super helpful. And uh, it's made me understand the behaviors and the patterns in the people that I chose to be around through my adult life, platonic and romantic. And um, it's helped me walk myself back home to my own self-worth and my own self-love. And for that, I'm super, super grateful. So... With that said, that will conclude tonight's episode on uh, relationships. I'm sure I will be talking more about relationships because um, I, I know I got lots in the old noggin just rolling around waiting to come out. But I thank you for joining me, and I hope you have a great night.